Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of the We Are Podcast on DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. This is your host, Jared Pruger, and I thank you as always for joining me. Let's talk conference realignment. We're talking Big 12, not the Big 10 necessarily, but the Big 12 suffered two huge hits with Texas giving them the horns down and Oklahoma following suit. Texas and Oklahoma, it's you know a rivalry as old as time. They are bolting, heading to the SEC in 2025. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I expect it to be sooner, but they're out. See ya, deuces, horns down, we out. So now that leaves the Big 12 in a situation where they're scrambling. They only had 10 teams to begin with. Uh, so losing those guys, you have eight left, right? Now those eight, eight, those other eight are trying to find homes. And the rumors have been aplenty. And we're going to fuel those rumors just because I think it's fun. Um, but it's, you know, and, and it's going to affect Penn State down the road. It's going to affect their scheduling because now these teams have to focus on uh, the SEC is going to have to go to a nine-game conference schedule, maybe even a 10-game. Uh, Big Ten is going to have to do something that's maybe equal. But they also might get a couple teams left. I mean, ideally, you know, it, it, it could really impact a lot of different things here. So let's talk realignment. So obviously, SEC adds Texas, Oklahoma. That leaves Oklahoma State, Iowa State, um, Kansas to name a few. Uh, left in the Big 12 to kind of just be there and just kind of ho-hum, voila. Now, a lot of it is a tradition, right? You got Texas, Oklahoma. You got Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. You've got a lot of tradition and, and rivalries and, and a lot of things that are great about college football in the Big 12 and in their schedule. But let's be real. Nobody gives a crap about that anymore, right? It, it's all about the bottom line. It's how much money can you make for me and how much can you make for me now, then, and forever, it's not about rivalry or tradition anymore, and that's the shame of it. Because there's no sport based on tradition more that relies on tradition up until this point more than college football. From, you know, let's speak on a Penn State perspective, right? The buses, the blue buses leaving um, leaving the football hotel and, and coming up through uh, the tailgate sections and, and, and dropping the students, student-athletes off outside the gate. The band, the fight song, the tailgating. The whiteouts, you know, everything about that is what makes college football great. The teams that they play. Obviously, we don't get Pitt and Penn State every year. Whatever. I mean, you can say what you want and talk about it until you're blue in the face, but let's be real. I mean, it only makes sense for one party, and, and both parties have to be have to be fully engaged, and that's just not going to happen with the way that college athletics is set up uh, now. There's just way too much money involved, for better, for worse, uh, for everything. But... You know, it's that tradition. It's that, you know, the pomp, pomp and circumstance of college football. And that's what we missed last year with COVID. Um, but, you know, looking at teams that the Big Ten can add, right off the top, I think Iowa State is a great fit. I think Iowa State would be perfect, um, you know, just to get them involved. Obviously, you have Iowa. Um, so it's not that Penn State or, or Big Ten teams would be traveling any further uh, necessarily. So I think that would be great. I mean, the Big Ten obviously goes forever. But this is, I mean, and we'll talk about this in the second segment, why this is different, why this is so different compared to others. But let's talk about conference realignment for right now. I mean, if I'm the Big Ten, I'm looking at two teams at least. I'm looking at Iowa State, and I would, I would honestly say, you know, if you can't get an Oklahoma State, you go and get Kansas. Kansas is going to boost your basketball um, to an insurmountable level. Can't, Oklahoma State's going to... You know they're going to be hit or miss for football and play a lot of defense in the Big Twelve, so that'll be that'll be something to get used to. 
uh, for Big Ten teams uh, going against the the Cowboys. Um, but it, it's you know if you can't get an Oklahoma State, then yeah, you have to. I think you go get, and get a Kansas. Kansas football, whatever. I think they're the Rutgers of the uh, of the Big Twelve as far as what that goes. But it, it, you're looking down the line. It's not just a football. It's a it's every other sport, right? It, it's you know, in Big Ten, you got to talk about hockey. You've got to talk about, and I don't think that there are very many teams in the Big 12 uh, dealing with hockey, but you've also got basketball. You've got wrestling as well. You've got a bunch of other sports that you have to worry about too. Um, and I think, you know, Iowa State is a perfect fit. You've got already Iowa. Um, Oklahoma State would be great. But again, I, I would focus on Kansas. And Kansas is, you know, obviously – the basketball tradition is there. So you think about a Big Ten season where you've got Blue Bloods in Kansas. You've got, you know, Michigan. Michigan State added to that. Indiana, I think, is going to have a good program. Um, and I think the Big Ten benefits from that basketball-wise. Um, I mean, you can say what you want about Penn State's basketball program. And, and honestly, Michael Shrewsbury, I think, is going to do a good job there. It's just getting people to care about Penn State basketball. Um, but, you know, you, you can't just look at football. Because if you look in the narrow and you look at just kind of the narrow mindedness of, of football, yeah, you're going to look at a Kansas program that's a disaster. Everything that they're dealing with down there, I think, is is crazy. Um, but it's going to be a situation where you got to look for all of all of it. You know, the Big Twelve and, and the Oklahoma and Texas—they're not hurting for money by any means. They want more. They've got that greed. Texas has the Longhorn Sports Network. If you package that in with the SEC Network. It's just going to be an absurd amount of money for the SEC and their teams. And they're just going to make infinitely more money. Texas is never going to be hurting for anything. Um, and that's that's the nature of it. They've got a, a, a vast alumni base and they've got a vast donor base that's just absurd when it comes to doling out donations and money. And, you know, you got to do what's, what you got to do. And when it, when the bottom line is all that matters, that's, you know, you got you, you to gotta do it. Now, well, they could they win the the SEC? I really don't think they will. Um, they, they're going into Nick Saban's turf, um, and they got to get past an Alabama team, a Florida team that's that's going to be good. You know, the SEC is no slouch in any sport, uh, but football specifically. Um, you know, good luck. The same thing with Oklahoma. Um, you know, their comp, their their you know Big Twelve schedule is a lot different than a, than an SEC schedule. And I think Lincoln Riley's doing a great job. He picked up with Bob Stoops. Um, and it was funny, when I was in Indianapolis, I was able to talk to Bob Stoops just a little bit. We didn't touch base on this or anything. We just kind of just kind of joked around and, and laughed. I read uh, Bob Stoops' book, former coach at Oklahoma, um, last during the quarantine. And, and it was a great insight into what it, being a college coach is like, what went into the retirement, um, and, and just stuff like that. But, you know, he Lincoln Riley picked up right where Bob Stoops left off. Bob Stoops is actually going to be a Fox analyst um, for the college football season, which is why he was at Big Ten Media Day um, last week. But, yeah, I mean, you look at it, like I said, Iowa State is perfect. You're, you're keeping the tradition alive. Like I said, I know tradition isn't the only thing that matters. But they're going to come in. They're going to be a competent program. They're going to be good. Um, and they, they stay alive with Iowa. And, and, and you know, it, it keeps that Midwest region kind of – Closer travel is going to be helped there. You know, Penn State isn't always going to be out there. So, and, and Big Ten East teams Iowa all the time. But that's a situation where now you're not going anywhere different. You're just going to Iowa City, and um, and that's going to be one of those situations. And and you're just going to go to 
one of those situ um to one of those either Iowa or Iowa State. But like I said, other sports, Iowa State's got a, a decent basketball program. Um and but wrestling. Wrestling is where it's gonna be at in the Big Ten. And you know, you got some powers. You got Penn State, Ohio State, you've got Iowa, Iowa State. That to me is a is a great conference for wrestling. I know wrestling isn't the revenue maker that football or basketball is, but you know, like I said, you gotta look at it from all sports. Baseball, softball, fencing, Penn State representing well there, soccer. Um, but, you know, you got to look at the entire thing. And like I said about Kansas, the, you can't turn down a blue blood like that as far as basketball goes because tournament money matters too. And the more you can get guys and, and teams and programs into the big t- or into the uh, tournament, the better off you are financially from a, from a revenue standpoint. There are, they aren't going to add a super big market there in Kansas or, or Iowa State like they did when – Maryland and Rutgers came in. And like I said, we're going to talk about that aspect of it here in the next segment. But I think those two are, are great fits. If you can go out and get an Oklahoma and you could deal with maybe an odd team, uh, I think that'd be great. I don't think that any of those programs that I mentioned, Iowa State, uh, Wisconsin, or not Wisconsin, I'm sorry, uh, Oklahoma State and Kansas uh, would benefit from joining the American Conference. Uh, I just don't see how that's going to benefit them financially. Uh, I know the AAC is trying to get those teams lined up, but I just think it, it would make too much sense for those teams um, uh, to go that way too. And then another team in the Big 12, you kind of would make sense if they can do it academically speaking, um, because like I said, it's not all just about sports. Their academic institutions matter here too, uh, is a West Virginia type. Uh, obviously, location is perfect. But West Virginia, I think, would be great fit um, in the ACC. But when we get back from this quick break, we're going to talk about the super alignment, why this matters, why this is a big deal, and why we're talking about it uh, on a Penn State podcast when we return. Welcome back to this segment of the We Are Podcast on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. This is Jared Prugar. We talked in the last segment about conference realignment, but why does this matter? Because conference realignment's been happening for, for, the, last, uh, for the last few years, and ESPN has fueled it with a lot of the things that they're doing um, from a financial standpoint, the money that they're pumping in for these rights deals in, in these networks. Because let's be real, SEC Network is through the is, is through ESPN. Long Longhorn Sports Network is through ESPN and that and just the money that's floating around is absurd but why does this matter well when when the Big Ten realigned and they brought Rutgers in Maryland in uh, when the Big East folded um, and and they got Maryland um, and those teams uh, it, it's just a situation where they got the New York market and Rutgers in Piscataway New Jersey they got that that foothold on that area they've got Maryland so they've got the DMV now so that gives them Pennsylvania and Penn State, the DMV, um, the the New York market. They've got Columbus. They've got Michigan. They've got Wisconsin. They've got a big footprint as far as ratings go and as far as these teams are concerned. So obviously in the Big 12, Texas is the big thing. Oklahoma is the big thing. And they're not great as far as, let's say, you know, locale is concerned. Texas is Texas, right? Everything's bigger down there. Um, but 
but this time the money involved in what Texas brings to the table is is something you can't turn down. Um, so obviously they're going to go to the SEC with Oklahoma, but now it, it kind of leaves everybody scrambling. Like back then, yeah, it made sense for those teams in the AAC to form and to the Big East in the, in its in its form now. And when Pitt went to the ACC and things like that, I think you know from a from a, a whole perspective, you know the 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 west side of the country, the Pac-12, has got to be wondering, hey, what are we going to do here? Um, because you know, if you're going to go the super conference route, who's to say a Pac-12 team couldn't get involved in a Big Ten, right? What about bringing USC in there? And you get, you know, that that L.A. market. You know, I, I it's it's way too early to say what that's going to be and what college football is going to be at that point. But let's be real. That's, as crazy as it sounds, that's something that could be realistic if they, if they so choose. Um, but as far as conference realignment goes, I know as, as far as the Big Ten, we talked about Kansas, Oklahoma State, and um, and Iowa State. You know, and, and getting those teams, I think, would be great for the Big Ten. Two out of three, I think, is the goal there. You want to keep it even, um, if you could. West Virginia just joined the Big Twelve, um, and it's. I, I think you know. You look at a, a West Virginia, and obviously academics matter. Um, can they handle that in the Big Ten? Who's to say? But I think West Virginia would be a great fit uh, in the ACC in, in joining in joining forces there. And, you know, if Kansas doesn't work out there, I mean, let's be real, Louisville's not in the, on, the, on the Atlantic coast. Um, but, you know, Kansas, if they're, if they're still in the Big 12 and, and, they're not, and they can't get into the Big Ten or, or what have you, you know, then you send Kansas to the ACC, right? And, and I think that... That could be an option as well. I mean, it. I mean, it does not help football, but basketball is why you want Kansas. You want them because they're a perennial power. They're, you know, what what Bill Self is doing there is is great, and I think that's a situation where yeah, you want you want Kansas basketball. You don't care about Kansas football. Kansas football is not going to take you to the promised land. They can't take themselves to the promised land. That program is is in shambles. But you know, like I said, it's all about the other sports. So you know, you want it to be even. You just because of scheduling um, and for money. I mean, you want it to be split up and evenly. And, and, you know, I think that's a situation you've got to monitor as well. But it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because there's just so much money involved. It's just, you know, it's going to impact every aspect of the college athletics model. And and granted, the college athletics model is is getting flipped, turned upside down right now because of the NIL. And, and, you know, they're on a fight opportunities for all of these players and, you know, we're seeing it like Sean Clifford signing autographs um, and, and uh, Rasheed Walker being a spokesperson for a car dealership. You know, it, it's it's just one of those deals where this, is, this isn't going to go away. And when you have TV rights and you have these media rights and you just have every everything is just so contingent on finances and, and everything like that, college athletics is not hurting financially. They're they're just not now based on different schools. Yeah, okay, some some are different, and I know from a Penn State perspective, they they are very self sufficient. They they obviously are be- they benefit from what basketball is able to bring basketball too, but but also what football is able to do um, with Beaver Stadium and and the the revenue that that brings in every year, parking everything. Um, you know that's a part of it. So that's you know that's not something that Penn State's going to be worrying about. But, you know, when you add in other schools, you got to figure out, hey, what's the best way to do that? And, you know, Penn State and the Big Ten, they could probably use some division realignment, 
right? I mean, Wisconsin, it seems, always has a cakewalk uh, to the to the Big Ten Championship every year, just based on how the schedule works out. You know, they're playing every few years a Michigan or a Michigan State or a Penn State. Obviously, they start the season with Penn State this year, uh, but they do go against an Iowa and Illinois um, and, and teams like that. But it, it's a little bit different when you're going through the gauntlet of playing a Michigan State, a Michigan, uh, an Ohio State every year. And, you know, as teams get better and as more parity comes through, you know, it's just one of those situations. But it's going to be, like I said, and there's so much more that's going to happen here. So this is all purely speculation. But if I'm the Big Ten and, and I want to bring some teams in and I want to bring some programs in, my first my first get for basketball is Kansas. Get them in there. Boost your basketball, your basketball programs. Um, it's only going to make them get better. And the same thing, uh, you know, we talk about Iowa State for wrestling and Iowa State for football. Um, and then Oklahoma State, you know, just geographically speaking, geographics don't matter anymore. I mean, like I said, the Atlantic Coast Conference has Louisville. Louisville's in the middle of the country. Nowhere near a coast. <laughs> uh, and the Big Ten goes from New York and New Jersey all the way out to Iowa, up to Wisconsin and Minnesota. So, you know, you talk about geographics and logistics and you can just throw them out the window. It really doesn't matter. Um, but there's still so much more that's going to happen. But for right now, we know that, you know, it's this is going to get crazy. And we know that Oklahoma and, and Texas are, are taking their talents and taking their, their programs to the SEC, where I don't know that they're going to be as successful as they were in the Big 12. Texas couldn't win the Big 12. I know Sam Ellinger said that they were back just a couple years ago, but, you know, ever since the Big 12 launched the horns down stuff, and things haven't gone very well. But, you know, all joking aside, this is going to change the nature of college football as we know it. Now, we are years away from this coming to fruition, but, you know, it, it's it's going to impact everything down the line from here on out, from TV rights deals, from bowl games, from everything and everything that, that you can really think of, it's going to impact it. NIL stuff. You know, Alabama's quarterbacks made eight, eight figures almost, uh, seven figures, and that's absurd. That is absolutely absurd, um, you know, when in the grand scheme of things. But, you know, that's just the way the business of, of college athletics is right now. Um, and, you know, with the college football playoff expanding here soon, uh, within the next few years, that's going to play some, that's going to have some big ramifications too. You're not going to see very many perfect teams anymore because the parity and just the competition in those divisions um, alone is going to be um, intense. But, you know, like I said, it's we're a couple years down the road, but the speculation and and just the talk of it all is going to get overwhelming here relatively soon, if not by the time football season starts. But until then, this has been the We Are Podcast on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. I will catch you next week when we will have information from and, and, and conversations from Penn State's Media Day. I'll talk to you next week. Have a safe week.